the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. 1280 The Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul. FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. In its annual U.S. Index of Military Strength, the Heritage Foundation ranks the United States as weak for the first time in its seven years of publication. U.S. gets a failing grade. An F on the report card. Foundation Vice President Jim Carafano tells Salem Media why the low score. It's not just about what you bring to the table. It's just like the NFL. It's what the other guy brings to the table and then where you're playing the game. So do you have friends, do you have allies? How difficult does it operate? And we evaluate all those things. So we contextualize U.S. military capability. And one of the things that one of the baselines we look at is to define a sufficient military is we have to have a military that can do two things at, at one time. 153 people are dead in South Korea. Hundreds of young people got trapped and crushed during a Halloween festival. Authorities say more than 150 injured. This is SRN News. Mike Gallagher sees a win in the future. When you can't feed your family, when you can't afford to go to the grocery store, when you can't fill up your gas tank, and you know which political party's policies have done this, I still believe we're going to win, and we're going to win big. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 8 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. AM 1280, The Patriot, glad to have you along today. And you got to check out the new podcast from Michelle Tafoya. It's called Sidelet Line Sanity. You can listen now at SalemPodcastNetwork.com or watch each episode on YouTube. Your weather, today's sunny and a high of 63, sunny and a high of 63 tomorrow for your Halloween, and for Tuesday, sunny and a high of 68. Hour 2 of the Narn with Brad Carlson is next. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T-3, 2, 1. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with hour number two of the broadcast. We like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone calls, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for comments or questions. And if you'd like to follow along on our Facebook page, do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network on Facebook and give our page a like or a follow if you haven't done so already. And we do have our live stream up and running at our Facebook page, so you can feel free to leave a comment or a question there as well. Uh, we've had uh, Wild Wilson uh, has been weighing in uh, a couple of comments regarding our conversation with uh, Ken Nowitzki, our uh, Minnesota State Senate candidate, Senate District 25. I'm getting it right. I'm getting better. 25. <laughs> so very enthusiastic about uh, Ken's candidacy. What a phenomenal candidate and uh, best of luck uh, to him in his uh, over the next nine days and hopefully uh, that'd be a huge, huge pickup down in that area, that is for sure. And the Republicans have the majority in the Minnesota State Senate, a scant majority. So uh, if somehow, you know, they're able to hang on to it, it would go a long, long way to pick up uh, these seats that uh, currently are not in the fold. Uh, we are going to be joined at some point by uh, Ricochet.com editor-in-chief John Gabriel. John's been a frequent guest to come on 
uh, talking about national politics. We're uh, working on getting him uh, on via the phone. So if uh, is John with us, uh, Consiglieri? Okay. So uh, we are working on that right now. We got um, him. Okay, fantastic. Well, John Gabriel has been on a few times before. We usually have him on to talk about uh, national politics. He is the editor-in-chief at ricochet.com and also the host of the King of Stuff podcast. Uh, check it out wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts, the King of Stuff. It's appointment listening for me. Uh, John is also a great follow on Twitter, xjohn, that's E-X-J-O-N, uh, if you'd like to follow along there. So without uh, further ado, we are honored, as always, to be joined by the aforementioned King of Stuff, John Gabriel. John, good to talk to you, sir. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Uh, the weather is very brisk here in the Phoenix area. It's dip below 70 once or twice. So, uh, really? We're trying, to, we're trying to soldier on. <laughs> That's a, you know it's it's ironic you say that John Gabriel because uh, yesterday and today we've been a slightly above seventy so uh, it's almost November and we're warmer here in Minnesota than Arizona don't know how that works John yeah, Gabriel but yeah uh, it's today's deal <laughs> well we appreciate it and uh, uh, hopefully uh, you're in the in a bunker safe and sound so you could uh, uh, join us right. and uh, move forward from there well. Uh, John, so much to uh, get into. We'll try to get to as much as we can in the next uh, couple of segments that you're kind enough to join us. Uh, some. We usually talk some national politics with you. I guess we'll um, start with uh, the race for Congress, specifically uh, some of the Senate races. I, I do want to focus specifically on your home state. Uh, it's been getting a lot of publicity of late, John Gabriel. Your uh, Republican candidate down there, uh, Carrie Lake, looks to have a pretty sizable lead against her Democrat opponent, Katie Hobbs, who is the current Secretary of State. Uh, given the way uh, some of the primary ballot uh, ballots, primary votes uh, came in uh, over the summer, and Katie Hobbs was the Secretary of State, uh, wasn't exactly the best start to her general election. Uh, fair assessment, John Gabriel? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, Democrats had uh, kind of helped her and also the Republican who won um, for, um, sorry about that, uh, Republicans have won the Senate primary as well. They're endorsing them, saying, oh, these people are too mega. They're election deniers. They won't have a chance. They'll be the easiest ones to beat. Um, the same strategy they pulled with uh, Trump in 2016 uh-huh. uh, always seems to backfire on them. And she has just been uh, like a force of nature out there on the campaign trail. Um, her opponent um, is... Uh, just mostly been in hiding, um, trying to do the Biden basement campaign strategy. And you just can't do that when you're in whatever she is in her 40s or something like that. Uh, she cannot get away with that. And, uh, yeah, Carrie Lake, man, she is just barnstorming the state nonstop. One thing that uh, we are uh, obviously the uh, state is focused upon, state of uh, your state, is uh, it could potentially swing the majority back to the Republicans in the uh, United States Senate. You know, you alluded to your Senate candidate. Uh, Blake Masters ended up uh, prevailing in the Republican battle for that nomination there against current uh, Senator Mark Kelly. Now, I've asked you before, John Gabriel, you were kind of, uh, I don't want to say pessimistic, but you gave uh, Blake Masters less than a uh, 50-50 chance to prevail in this particular race, uh, it seems to be the momentum is gearing more and more toward Republicans taking over the Senate. Uh, what's your assessment of that now, John Gabriel? Will Arizona be part of swinging the majority back to the Republicans? I believe so now. Really? Um, if you just look at the yeah, if you just look at the polls, um, Blake Masters has always been a couple of points down, but a few weeks ago he hit the margin of error. And a couple polls now, he is leading. So he has been surging as well. Um, and a lot of that is he has been out there as well, just campaigning like crazy. And the Democrats just don't have much to say other than we support abortion. And, uh, you know, the voters are looking at their grocery bills, looking at their gas, uh, gas and energy prices, um, looking at crime issues. And the Democrats just um, – Around the country, they aren't, but in Arizona, yeah, they just are not connecting with what voters were actually talking about it. And Blake Master has just been really hustling out there. I got the chance to see him on the stump, and for, you know, at first it's like, oh, he's kind of a neophyte. He hasn't run for office before. I think he's just been out there so much. He was polished. He was engaging. He was on message. So, um, yeah, I'm a bit of an outlier here, but I think he's going to take that seat. 
Okay. When you say you're an outlier, you uh, you say that the national assessment isn't as optimistic as you. What do you mean by that? Yeah, yeah. National assessment. Um, they're still not really thinking that he's going to win. They okay. kind of drunk the Kool Aid about uh, Mark Kelly being this great candidate, but boy, just the Democratic campaigns are just not talked, not connecting with the voters, or not talking about the issues that voters care about. And every, um, like I said, every couple of weeks, um, this race gets closer. Now we're starting to see some polls come back with Blake Masters in the lead. Um, with just a little bit before the election, I think Blake Masters is peaking at the right time and is going to uh, eke out a win by a point or two. Okay. So uh, one of the, I, I know the state of Pennsylvania, they already have kind of launched a preemptive strike saying, well, you know, with the kind of turnout we're having in early voting and then, of course, Election Day voting and this being a very important state, uh, you know, it may take us some extra time to count uh, all about all the ballots. Is there is there that kind of concern in, in Arizona as well? Because I, the reason I asked John Gabriel is I think the Republicans are going to win Nevada. I think Adam Laxalt is going to oust the yeah. incumbent uh, Democrat there. And so if Blake Masters wins in Arizona, then the Republicans have the majority, regardless of what happens in, say, Georgia or Pennsylvania. So I would like to know election night if the Republicans have the majority. So do you see Arizona having similar issues to what happened in the uh, in the primary? Um, well, they're going to take a while to count the votes. I bet you anything. Unfortunately, Arizona needs to get its act together with that. I don't think this is the case with all the research I've done on this. I don't think it's like skullduggery or cheating. It's incompetence. It's governmental incompetence. And they've just got to figure out how to count these darn votes the night of. You know, do not leave until these votes are counted. I don't think that's too much to ask for as a citizen, especially with everybody just kind of on pins and needles about, okay, what's going to happen with this election uh, people getting very upset in the streets, a lot of people not trusting the process. You know, this is a pretty basic um, operation you need to do here. you got to figure it out. But, you know, you'll see European countries. Heck, I was watching because I'm such a cool guy. I was watching election results coming out of South America. <laughs> oh, my poor wife. Uh, um, God bless you. A few months ago, and uh, – if they were, what, four hours, the entire country's counted and in, and uh, yeah, so it's just like, get your act together, guys. One of the problems is, with our slow count, is the Democrat running for governor, Katie Hobbs, she is currently the Secretary of State, right. so she is in charge of the vote, and a lot of people are like, boy, if this goes south, there is going to be, forget about conspiracy theories, people are going to be hopping mad. Yeah, right. Well, yeah. So, uh, like I say, hopefully, you know, again, it's a, a close races like that. I understand there's going to be a lot more scrutiny, a lot more care in, involved in it. I, you know, I just we like to know by election night. Heck, I'd take two, three o'clock in the morning. I'd be OK with that, too. So, uh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let, let's hope uh, Blake can do it. I think Kerry Lake will be a projected winner within an hour. But, sure. Uh, Blake might take a little longer. Well, I, you know, we, uh, I just alluded to Pennsylvania. Obviously, the uh, uh, Pennsylvania U.S. the U.S. Senate race out of Pennsylvania that's one worth watching too. Now that Pat Toomey's retiring, the uh, Republican candidate Dr. Mehmet Oz against uh, Democrat John Fetterman, they finally had a debate. Uh, this 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 reminded me of the last uh, presidential debate of 2020, John Gabriel, in that. Uh, the Democrat candidate made some very head-scratching statements, and the largest Google search was out of Pennsylvania. Yeah, how do I change my early vote? Uh, we kind of saw that play out with the yeah. Fetterman-Oz debate. Uh, John Gabriel, as he normally does, uh, wins Twitter on a daily basis. Uh, he said at the conclusion of that debate he was uh, thinking that uh, Fetterman was going to start breaking into putting on the Ritz. Uh, if you've ever seen Young Frankenstein, you'd understand that uh, reference. So very well played, John Gabriel. Very well played. Uh. Oh yeah, and I was like, do I should I tweet this? Because like you don't want to you don't want to harass the poor guy because yeah, he's in a bad state uh, physically, but boy, the entire campaign around him has just been lying and hiding, and many of the journalists who support him have as well. And it's just crazy what Pennsylvania voters are stuck with. It was just an awful performance. But it was one of those things, too, where everybody, even people who oppose them like I do, you're just like cringing the whole time right. saying, please, somebody in his family, somebody on his campaign, get this poor guy and let him rest for a few months. And hopefully 
fully recover. We don't know if he will or not because we're not letting him rest. It's just crazy. But the uh, doctor who contributed generously to his campaign issued a letter saying, he's just fine, John Gabriel. So shouldn't that uh, uh, satisfy our curiosity? <laughs> yeah, it's just a stutter. Uh, yeah, we've heard we've heard this before, and you cannot, uh, gosh, it's just unfair to voters, and it's cruel to the candidates. Once again, we are joined by uh, John Gabriel. He, the editor-in-chief of Ricochet.com, as well as the host of the King of Stuff podcast and a uh, prolific tweeter and uh, Twitter. Just go to uh, xjohn, E-X-J-O-N, for uh, all the good stuff from there. Uh, John, we need to take a quick break. Any chance you can hold for one uh, short segment with us? Sure can. Okay, John Gabriel will be back with us, uh, talk some more uh, national politics when we come back. In mere moments, 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. And follow us along on Facebook where we have the live stream up and running. Back in mere moments with me, Brad Carlson. Go nowhere. in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about the 100% drug-free relief factor. We all deal with aches and pains in our day-to-day lives, and I have had my fair share, including injuries like a detached quad muscle that, I can tell you, fell into the category of really bad pain. But I've been able to manage the pain by taking relief factor. It helps your own body to attack and fight off sources of inflammation, the source of most of our aches and pains, and I've loved it for years. Years now, almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick starter pack for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. I'll second guest dinners with friends because they can be interrupted by diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or oily stools. It turns out I have EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, which means I'm missing the enzymes needed to digest food. My doctor prescribed Creon, pancrelipase, an oral prescription medication that replaces pancreatic digestive enzymes. Creon treats EPI due to cystic fibrosis, chronic pancreatitis, pancreatectomy, or other conditions. Creon may increase your chance of fibrosing colonopathy, a rare bowel disorder. Tell your doctor if you have a history of intestinal blockage or scarring or thickening of your bowel wall, if you're allergic to pork, or if you have gout, kidney problems, or worsening of painful swollen joints. Call your doctor if you have any unusual or severe gastrointestinal symptoms or allergic reactions. Take Creon as directed by your doctor and always with food. Do not chew capsules as this may cause mouth irritation. Other side effects may include blood sugar changes, gas, dizziness, sore throat, and cough. These are not all the side effects. Of Creon. Creon is the number one prescribed EPI treatment. Ask your doctor about Creon for EPI and visit creoninfo.com or call 800 633 9110 to learn more. That's C R E O N info.com. Dad, guess what? What? You are going to be a grandfather. That's great. Not too long ago, moments like this with my daughter would have been a challenge. It was a long road for me to find myself again after Vietnam. It was my neighbor Jim, another Vietnam veteran, who finally convinced me that I could still connect with my family and find that fulfilling life I'd lost. And I went for help down at the VA. If I can take that first step after almost 50 years, I know other veterans can too. Visit maketheconnection.net to find out more. Join our fan club today and you could win our Regnery Book of the Month, Rigged, How the Media, Big Tech, and the Democrats Seized Our Elections by Molly Hemingway. Register to win daily at am1280thepatriot.com. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280 The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. That's the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N A R N Show. And we do have a live stream up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. So check us out there. Leave a comment or question there as well. 
Always honored to be joined by John Gabriel. He, the editor-in-chief at ricochet.com, as well as the host of the King of Stuff podcast, a uh, regular listen for me, and a great follow on Twitter, xjohn, that's E-X-J-O-N, xjohn, on Twitter. Uh, John, just want to finish up real quick on the uh, Fetterman-Oz debate, and then we'll move on to other topics. Uh, Where does NBC's Dasha Burns go for her apology? I mean, she did actual journalism two weeks ago and indicated that uh, Democrat candidate Fetterman seemed to have difficulty following along their discussion with small talk and whatnot, that he needed closed captioning to get through it. And because she reported that, she was basically roasted on Twitter. Uh, Fetterman's wife demanded that she be fired. And uh, it seems to me she was vindicated after this last debate, John Gabriel. So where does she go for her apology? Do we know? Boy, um, I don't know. And what was really disturbing about that as well is she actually just went out there and accidentally committed journalism. Right. And you have these um, just horrible people who did not defend her. All our colleagues at NBC News, they should have rallied around. We trust the reporting of this uh, brave journalist speaking truth to power. No, they just hid and were terrified. And she was completely proven right. And all these various so-called journalists who said, oh, Fetterman, he's actually doing great and he's really sharp. Uh, yeah, where they need to be apologizing now and maybe lose their jobs as well because they were in on the deception. So good job, Dasha Burns. Yeah, and when that uh, staunch uh, conservative apologist Joe Scarborough comes out the next day after that debate and says, yeah, we uh, no more putting our heads in the sand, even if the media doesn't want to talk about it. Yeah, Fetterman's got some real issues going forward. I'm being facetious, folks. Joe Scarborough uh, has been as big a critic as of Republicans as there has been. Yeah, so yeah, absolutely. I, you know, it's, it's just ridiculous. Uh, yeah, Joe Scarborough, I think he sees which ways the wind is blowing, and he's just like, okay, I can't pretend Fetterman's on on the point anymore. Well, we uh, obviously wanted to move on to uh, other topics here. Now, John, I know I know you saw this, and you've uh, you've had fun at the expense of Max Boot, and who among us hasn't ever since the 2016 <laughs> election? He basically republishes the same piece. Seems like every week how Trump was an illegitimate president, but now— uh, uh, I've noticed not just with Max Boot, but with all anti-Republicans, that the closer we get to the election and the potential red tsunami, the hotter the takes become. And uh, Max Boot, I think they had the hot takes of hot takes, John Gabriel. Uh, apparently, uh, when the, Repub- the Republicans look to be taking over Congress and voters voting for Republicans uh, and every vote counts, that's the end of democracy, John Gabriel. Do I have that right? Oh, gosh, yeah. If you don't vote the way that Max Boot has decided you need to, then democracy's over. Even though it involves voters showing up to the polls, giving their opinion, for some reason that's anti-democratic these days. It's really crazy to watch Democrats try to um, redefine democracy to mean voting for Democrats. So that's exactly what they're doing. It's just ridiculous to see. I know when voters turned out in the primary, turned out Liz Cheney in Wyoming, that was also a threat to democracy. And no people, that is democracy. You ignore your constituents, you're going to get tossed out on your ear. Yeah, I, I and for folks, for those of you who may be missing the, the context here, what Max Boot is specifically referring to, if, uh, if you read the piece, and some of us have read it so you don't have to, uh, he's saying basically a lot of these Republicans that are running and are probably going to win elected office have actively denied the results of the 2020 election, to which a lot of us would say, then why were uh, these big uh, super PACs, leftist super PACs, spending $46 million to prop up these Republican candidates, John Gabriel? Uh, the answer is obvious. As you alluded to, they thought someone like a Blake Masters, Senate candidate in Arizona, Carrie Lake, gubernatorial candidate in Arizona, would be easier to beat. So if anybody is responsible, not totally responsible because people still have to vote, but why are you propping up these candidates who would be a threat to democracy, John Gabriel? I think we know the answer. That's a rhetorical question, but... They, look, they see no responsibility in this. It's amazing. Yeah, and then you have uh, former President Obama out there in Georgia saying, we need to stop these uh, crazy election de- deniers and uh, make sure you support one of the biggest ones in the world, Stacey Abrams. <laughs> it's just insane. Yeah, and, and, I mean, you know, again, I think this 
this is pretty obvious what the game is. They believe that the media, legacy media, is going to, to cover for them. And I think it's even gotten to the point, not all of them, but some outlets are, it almost seems like they're throwing up their hands because they just can't defend some of this crazy stuff anymore. It's, I mean, again, this is the kitchen sink strategy in Georgia. Brian Kemp is going to win handily. I, I don't think there's any question about that. So along those lines, I mean, statewide race, gubernatorial race, Brian Kemp wins handily. Uh, do you think his coattails are long enough for uh, Republican candidate Herschel Walker? I mean, Raphael Warnock, incumbent senator, is awful, but, you know, I typically vote right of center. I'm not overly impressed with Herschel Walker, but is there a possibility that Brian Kemp's coattails are big enough for a candidate like Walker, uh, John Gabriel? I would think so. The, excuse me. The polling is a little bit odd coming out of Georgia, you know, swinging pretty widely from one candidate to the next. But uh, I just, I, I'm just feeling this whole momentum thing going on and which way are polls trending as we approach Election Day. And just like with Blake Masters, um, they also seem to be going for Herschel Walker as well. So I'm just getting more and more bullish, and a lot of it is just the fundamentals, what voters are talking about right. and versus what Democrats are talking about. Democrats think this election is about abortion in January 6th, and uh, average voters say, no, it's about the economy, it's about inflation, it's about crime, it's about immigration, all strong Republican issues. So I think uh, Walker is going to uh, win as well. Yeah, that that is something. I mean, it's amazing how much that one has evolved. I mean, he was down pretty significantly. And, of course, the October surprise came out where it was revealed that he uh, paid for a uh, uh, an ex-girlfriend of his to have an abortion, even though that he's coming out as staunchly pro-life and how that's evolved where he's not even going to get to uh, a, ru- a runoff. OK, now he's going to get to a runoff, but he'll still still lose. OK, uh, he's going to get to a uh, runoff. He may win the runoff now. Uh, amazingly enough, we may know by election night uh, that Herschel Walker, if he gets 50 percent plus one, will be the new Senate-elect candidate. So uh, amazing how that happens, John Gabriel, with that voter suppression bill that uh, Georgia uh, passed uh, some months ago or last year. What was it? Uh, what was the president called it? Uh, it makes Jim uh, uh, Jim Crow, uh, Jim Eagle or something like that. Crow looked like Joe Eagle. Yeah. I don't know what he was. Something crazy about. like that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's out of his mind, but yeah, they're breaking all uh, voter turnout records from Georgia, regardless. Yeah, but apparently, you know, both things are, uh, Stacey Abrams insists both things are true. They can have record turnout and then still massive suppression, which, uh, okay, I guess that's the the party line they're going with. Uh, John, I know you saw this tweet, uh, Nancy Cook, with the, the Bloomberg News White House correspondent this past week indicated on Twitter, that the Biden White House seems particularly intent on the press not asking any questions of the uh, president two weeks out from the midterms. They even had White House aides screaming in the faces of reporters who try to ask Biden questions following each event. Uh, I'm old enough to remember, John Gabriel, when that was democracy dying in darkness. Uh, do you recall that? Oh, gosh, exactly. Democracy dying in darkness. Um, that's all we heard for four years straight. Now the press, uh, boy, they are just uh, getting abused lately, and they don't seem to care. They keep saying, well, I'm sure the Democrats know best. Um, I, I really think the press, Just let's just say there is a really prominent red wave here. The press is going to turn on this administration in a lot of ways. You're going to see a lot of people oh, say, yeah. okay, now it can be told. Uh, Biden might not be all there. He's not that sharp mentally. Breaking. Nobody's noticed this, of course, but we've just <laughs> investigated and figured this out. Uh-huh. So I think there's going to be a change in tone after uh, November 8th here. Yeah, that, that's exactly right. I mean, there was uh, private concern uh, among some journalists. It's like, you know, especially after Roe v. Wade was kicked and it got the Democrats got a slight bump from that. And people were starting to speculate, oh, my God, the Democrats might be able to hang on to Congress after all, how in the world can we ask an incumbent president to get tossed out after his first term when he hangs on to Congress in the midterms? There was genuine concern that that could happen. Obviously, that's not going to happen now. But, uh, yeah, I think you're exactly right. Uh, the uh, the now-it-can-be-told stories are going to be quite prominent after uh, uh, November 8th, John Gabriel. Yeah, it's going to be uh, crazy to see them uh, turning on a dime over the whole Thanksgiving through the whole holiday period, they're going to be dropping or uh, releasing trial balloons about how about Buttigieg, how about Harris, uh-huh. how about Newsom. 
Um, we're just going to see that every week a new Democratic name is going to be uh, dropped on the American people, and they just want to see who can uh, take on Biden, whether he wants to leave or not. Once again, we've been joined by John Gabriel. He, the editor-in-chief at ricochet.com. Again, check out their fine work at that fine website, ricochet.com. And wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts, be sure to check out The King of Stuff, hosted by the aforementioned John Gabriel. And follow him on Twitter at xjohn, E-X-J-O-N is his Twitter handle. John, always an honor, sir. Always uh, value your insights. Great stuff as always. Have a great rest of your day, and uh, I guess stay warm out there. Appreciate it. Uh, we will try. You you as well. Coming to the month coming forward. Thanks for having me. AM twelve eighty the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. Are you drowning in IRS tax debt? I owe the IRS $37,000. Get ready for a toll-free hotline. Take advantage of new IRS tax forgiveness programs that may protect you from IRS collection agencies. They have the power to garnish your wages, put liens on your property, and levy your bank account. Civic Tax Relief can help protect you from the IRS. Civic Tax Relief basically represented me against the IRS, and by the time everything was completed, I didn't know the IRS anything. Find out about the Fresh Start program that is now available through Civic Tax Relief. Civic Tax Relief's special tax hotline can help you discover all the relief programs available for free. I would recommend anyone who has a tax problem to contact Civic Tax Relief. Just call 800 506 5803. 800 506 5803. Don't wait. Call now. 800 506 5803. 800 506 5803. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-260-1792. 800-260-1792. That's 800-260-1792. Warning. 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 Once you taste the Rack Shack's Patriot Burger, other burgers will never measure up. Hey, I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280 The Patriot, and we've partnered with my friend Keith Hitner Sr. from the Rack Shack Barbecue to create a burger worthy of the Patriot name. It's a half-pound burger that's red, white, and blue through and through. American cheese on top, and the American flag proudly waves over the bun. The Patriot Burger comes with your choice of any of our delectable sides, like our famous hand-cut fries, all just for $12.80. Best burger in town as far as I'm concerned, and it's $12.80 anytime, any day. Ride today at the Rack Shack Barbecue at the Cedar Cliff Center at Nichols and Cliff in Egan. Be careful. Once you try a Patriot Burger, you may never go back to a regular burger. That's the Rack Shack Barbecue at RackShackBarbecue.com. Get that Rack Shack attack. Rack Shack Barbecue. Oh, 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 yeah. Hey, welcome back. AM1280, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. This is me, Brad Carlson. Thanks so much for tuning in. Here to take a phone call, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. And don't forget our live stream is up and running at our Narn Facebook page. So just be sure to check us out there. Ah, the guest of Palooza, we got through it. Uh, we had uh, three phenomenal guests today, so appreciate uh, everyone that was able to join us. So I actually got a monologue now for the next couple of segments. I think I can do it. I think I can do it. Well, uh, I was um, rather curious. I'm going to kind of transition back now to local politics, in, <clears throat> in case you were wondering. 
Uh, there was a, a big endorsement that was handed down uh, via uh, Jesse Ventura, of course, Jesse Ventura. I remember him as the pro wrestler back in the 1980s. My brother and me, we were big fans of the American Wrestling Association that was uh, housed right here in the Twin Cities, like in the early to mid-80s. We were big wrestling fans, and a big part of the AWA wrestling was uh, Jesse the Body Ventura. You know, Turkey Child USA is what he used to call uh, Minnesota back in the day. Now, his character played off like he was from San Diego, you know, big Navy SEAL station in San Diego. He was one of us. Okay, he's a Twin Cities native. He went to high school, I think, at Minneapolis Roosevelt, Washburn, something like that. He was, he's one of us, but it was a character he played. But I didn't know that. You know, I just went along with it. And, of course, he was elected governor. You know, we shocked the world, you know, back in 1998. Well, apparently, Jesse Ventura has decided to weigh in on the gubernatorial race, and he has decided to endorse, drumroll please, Governor Tim Walls, Consigliere, if we have cut number one ready, this is uh, Jesse Ventura endorsing Governor Tim Walls. Hello, Minnesotans. Former Governor Jesse Ventura here. As an independent statesman, I don't believe in the major political parties. Since leaving office, I've rarely endorsed a candidate for office in Minnesota of any political persuasion. But this election is too important. That's why I'm endorsing Governor Tim Walz for re-election. Tim has shown through the last few years how important strong leadership is for our state. When COVID-19 hit, Tim was there to keep our state safe. That's the governor's most important job. School parents have a word. Tim has proved he does what's right for Minnesota, not what is politically easy. Minnesota faces a choice this election, and we're at a crossroads. That's why I'm taking the unprecedented step to endorse Tim. Our democracy is under attack. Almost two years ago, the former president and his cronies spread the big lie, sent sedationists to invade the U.S. Capitol on January 6, 2021, to stop the certification of ballots in the election of President Joe Biden. I took an oath 50 years ago as a Navy SEAL to defend this country. I can't stand with anyone or any party who cannot condemn the January 6th insurrection. And now, women's rights are under attack across this country. Here in Minnesota, Tim is committed to standing up for the rights of women to access abortion and reproductive health care. Minnesota has long, proud history of having the highest voter participation in the country. We've got to keep that streak alive. So get out to the polls and cast your vote. And this November, I'll be casting my independent ballot for Governor Tim Waltz. So he's still a resident of Minnesota? I didn't know that. I thought he was living in Mexico, Zuataneo, down where uh, uh, Andy Dufresne, when he escaped Shawshank prison, went to. Um, and I this just in, President Trump solicited, what, a bunch of people to do dental work on members of Congress? He sent sedationists to the Capitol? That's what he said. He sent sedationists to the Capitol. So what were they going to do, give these Congress people work a root canal? Anyhow, I'm being facetious, of course. Um, yeah, so, uh, Governor Tim Walls, then, uh, you know, he posted that message on Twitter and he said, wow, um, in fact, I'll uh, bring his tweet right up. What an honor. I'm thrilled to be endorsed by Governor Jay Ventura. I'm committed to being governor for all Minnesotans and I'll work with anyone who's willing to work with me to get things done. Thank you, Jesse, for taking the unprecedented step to cast your independent vote for me. Look. I don't know how much of the electorate even remembers Jesse Ventura's uneven tenure as governor. I, I remember it well when he was elected in 1998. I didn't vote for him. I voted for Norm Coleman. He was a Republican that year in 1998. Uh, so I, I didn't vote for, for Ventura. But it, his candidacy was very Trumpian. He, he didn't have a lot of money, or he didn't spend a lot of money. He just was appealing to Minnesotans being tired of the same two political parties. And people looked at Norm Coleman as a guy, you know, he, he switched to the Republican uh, Party when he, while he was mayor of St. Paul. And, of course, Skip Humphrey was the DFLer. And, and you know, we're tired of these legacy candidates, that sort of thing, just because Skip Humphrey's dad uh, was a legend here in Minnesota. Let's not do the legacy thing. And so Jesse provided that independent voice. And he was elected, and he very quickly fell out of favor because uh, he decided to use his 
fame as the governor's office to, I don't know, tout a big wrestling match that was taking place in uh, Minnesota. And he was, he was a thin-skinned bully. When the press hit him with tough questions, he went off on them. And the one good thing Jesse did, he unified DFLers and Republicans. He unified those legislators against him. And he decided not to run for a second term. So if anybody does remember him, they remember the thin-skinned bully who did not like taking tough questions. You know, So he may have swept into office, but you do have to be somewhat political. Now, people don't like traditional politicians. That much is true, but you do have to be somewhat political. And he, he was not able to handle uh, when his office was held under cr- close scrutiny. He just wasn't able to handle it for whatever reason. So uh, I, I found it weird that the Walls administration was touting this. And then it was later revealed by Rochelle Olson at Star Tribune that the Walls team sought Ventura's endorsement. I mean, I, what are they thinking? Why, why do they believe that this is going to move the needle in their favor? I don't get it. I honestly don't get it. And kudos to the Republican Party of Minnesota. They haven't been the greatest messaging apparatus in, like, decades. But, uh, you know, as my friend Jeff Kolb said on Twitter, hey, who woke up the adults over at Minnesota MNGOP headquarters? Uh, here's a statement from David Han. As a Vietnam veteran, I am appalled that Governor Tim Walls would seek and tout the endorsement of such a discredited conspiracy theorist, said uh, Republican Party of Minnesota Chairman David Han. Jesse Ventura claimed 9-11 was caused by the government and that all of our country's wars were started under false pretenses. This endorsement is an embarrassment and shows that Walls is losing and desperate for support. Tim Walls owes every military family and those of 9-11 victims an apology. So, wow. You're drinking Prozac. Yeah, there, <laughs> there you have it. Uh, kudos to Chairman Hand. That, that was excellent. That was excellent. Uh, and cut number two, uh, back when Jesse Ventura had a show called Conspiracy Theorist, and this is rather rich because you have Tim Walls calling Dr. Scott Jensen a conspiracy theorist for offering opinions on the COVID pandemic. Scott Jensen, a medical doctor, okay? They aren't conspiracy theories when a medical doctor gives insight on a virus, okay? But yet Tim Walls is apparently railing on Scott Jensen for being a conspiracy theorist. Uh, here was Jesse Ventura during an installment of his show called Conspiracy Theory. Um, okay, cut number two. Listen to this. Do we have cut number two? Big thank you to Alex Jones for joining me on Off the Grid today. Alex sure to Jones! Alex on the radio across the country and read up on all things Alex Jones related on his website, Infowars.com and PrisonPlanet.com. Big Alex Jones. You have a renegade crackpot like Jesse Ventura, 9-11 truther, and he's thanking Alex Jones for appearing on his TV show back in the day called Conspiracy Theory. But yet we're supposed to be concerned that Dr. Scott Jensen had questions about the COVID-19 vaccine. Now, to be fair, purposes of full disclosure, there are some things that Dr. Jensen has said about the COVID pandemic that made me scratch my head that I didn't necessarily agree with. But I at least was willing to acknowledge, hey, he's a medical doctor, but I just I'm wondering where he's going with some of this. But yet you're going to compare Jesse Ventura to Scott Jensen. And uh, cut number three, kudos to Brian Baxt at NPR. He specifically asked uh, Governor Walls. In fact, I'll get the uh, proper context here. Uh, Brian Baxt, NPR News, specifically asked Tim Walls at an event in Northfield about Jesse Ventura's conspiracy talk in the past and whether touting his campaign endorsement runs counter to his critiques of Scott Jensen on the same. Cut number three, here's uh, Tim Walls' answer. Well, I think the biggest thing about this was is having Governor Ventura has done the job, and I think his focus and mine were on the leadership in the times of whether it was COVID, dealing with COVID, and I think he's, like I am, uh, deeply disappointed in in the January 6th folks, the folks who haven't spoke up about that and, and talked about that in the election uh, fraud stuff. It's uh, it's stunning to me. You have major party candidates running and uh, can't acknowledge that we have the fairest, freest, most secure elections. So certainly proud of having someone done this. There's only, you know, 
five other people who've done this job and to have someone who's been there and done that, especially someone who doesn't normally endorse. So certainly glad to have it. He didn't answer the question. That was not an answer of the question. As, as, as our friend and colleague Mitch Berg says, can I have some blue cheese dressing with that word salad? Um, yeah, that was not an answer of the question. So uh, we'll, we'll wrap up this segment with this. Uh, Jesse wasn't done endorsing candidates. No, I, I took the rare step of endorsing uh, major party candidates. Well, then he endorses a second one within like 48 hours. Cut number four. Hi, I'm Jesse Ventura. I'm honored to have served you as governor of the state of Minnesota. Today, I'm proud to endorse Keith Ellison for attorney general. This November, our rights are on the line. Our freedoms are on the line. Our multiracial democracy is on the line. We can trust Keith will always be a steadfast protector of our rights. The Republican Party is attacking women's right to make their own private health care decisions. Keith will always defend your private health care decisions. Keith is a trusted defender of our right to vote in free and fair elections and our democracy. How can we elect an attorney general from the party which will not acknowledge the attack on the U.S. Capitol on January 6th? The stakes could not be higher, By the choice not clear. Vote for Keith Ellison, the people's lawyer, now through November 8th. So uh, freedom is on the line. So for Attorney General, let's vote for the guy who threatened to put people out of business during the pandemic and shut down their livelihoods in the name of freedom. I mean, come on. And Keith Ellison palling around with the big uh, gun-grabbing group Bloomberg, who at every turn tries to undermine our Second Amendment rights. But let's let's select Keith Ellison in the name of freedom. And... Of course, he's Jesse Ventura, like uh, Democrats, like Prague Democrats. He, Jesse Ventura may be an independent, but he's he's caught on to the Prague Democrat tactics by thinking that voters are stupid. Well, Keith Ellison will protect your health care, women's health care decisions, their right to an abortion. No one is going to take their abortion away in this state. That's just a bunch of grandstanding. It's protected by the Minnesota Constitution. We can't say this enough. And I, you know, in listening to some of these local candidates like Tom Weiler campaigning in Congressional District 3 and Ken Nowitzki in uh, State Senate District 25, people, I'm gleaning from that, people know what's going on. They know that abortion, whether you agree with it or not, is protected by the state constitution. But that, that, took, some, that took some gumption right there. The idea that we should reelect Keith Ellison, our freedoms are on the line, so let's reelect a guy that threatened to put people out of business People that wanted to continue their livelihood because, you know, they wanted to support their families during a pandemic. And a guy who has consistently been hostile to Second Amendment rights. So let's reelect him in the name of freedom. I mean, come on. How desperate is the Walls and Ellison campaigns to tout endorsements from this crackpot? They, I, I, this is, I don't know what they're thinking. Why they think this is helpful. I'd be dying to know what they're looking at to think that an endorsement from Jesse Ventura is helpful to their respective campaigns. Be dying to know that. But don't know if we'll get any answers um, before Election Day. Hopefully uh, some enterprising campaign staffer after Walls and hopefully after Walls and Ellison are tossed out will uh, provide us some answers because this this just doesn't make any sense. At all. We got one final segment coming up on the broadcast here. AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson, the closer. 651-289-4488. That is the number to call. Get us away in via Twitter. Hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. And again, we have the broadcast up and running at our Narn Facebook page. Back with one final segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. You should fully expect the unexpected. But I do Twelve eighty, the Patriot. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. 
Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. As a constitutional law attorney, former senior legal advisor and personal counsel to President Donald J. Trump, Jenna Ellis believes in the rule of law and the importance of integrity in our elections. And on the Jenna Ellis podcast, she tackles the big cultural and legal issues facing America. Don't miss a single episode of the Jenna Ellis Show. Follow today at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or at SalemPodcastNetwork.com. I'm Staff Sergeant Mark Anthony I'm Madrid. Staff Sergeant Smith I'm Cowell. Staff Sergeant I'm Alex Staff Keaton. Sergeant William Lewis, and I am proud to defend my family and our nation. The Air Force Reserve is part of the story of this great nation. I'm grateful that I have a chance to wear the uniform of the heroes that went before me. I'm proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference in the world. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. Even as technology evolves and changes, our commitment to defend and protect this nation remains steadfast. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving. We celebrate our proud history and look towards an exciting and uniting future. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. And I'm proud to be a member. And I'm proud to serve in the United States. And I am proud to protect our country. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. AFreserve.com It's not over. Unplanned pregnancies still happen. I'm Marian Koharski, Director of Pro-Life Across America. In my 30-plus years, I've never seen such a concerted attempt to silence our efforts and at a time when it's most needed. There's a powerful effort to prevent and block our pro-life messages. Our billboards, social media, and digital ads are all impacted. Our messages feature a hotline number connecting callers with more than 3,000 pregnancy support centers across America, offering alternatives to abortion, free ultrasound, and pregnancy assistance. Babies' lives are being saved. The need still exists. It really does. And Pro-Life Across America needs your help. Please find us at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Did you know I could suck my thumb before I was born? Yep, we all started small. Hear the top voices in conservative radio on your Amazon smart speaker. Now streaming AM 1280 The Patriot. Intelligent radio. Just ask Alexa to play The Patriot Minneapolis. That's play The Patriot Minneapolis. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks always for tuning in. 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for comments or questions. This is a staple on karaoke night, by the way. <laughs> I'm going to have to be there for this. <laughs> if only Elephant in the Room knew how to play this. If only they could pull it off. <laughs> they can. They learned how to play Bust a Move for me. I have performed Bust a Move with Elephant in the Room. I think I heard about multiple that. Multiple uh, times. Filling yeah. in for the headliner. Yeah. You got to come out to a gig sometime, John. The last one I went to was at the what was it, the Char Bar on 45th and Nicollet. I've gone out to Elephant in the Room and oh, seen awesome. a couple of Mitch's gigs. It's just been a few years. I'll, uh, I'll have to get one on the calendar for this winter. Absolutely. So we'll have to make it happen. I'll be on stage singing Bust a Move World. Not singing, rapping. I can't sing worth a darn. I did sing, I have sung Sweet Home Alabama and Take It Easy by the Eagles. Sweet Home Alabama by Skinner, Take It Easy by the Eagles. I've sung with the band. Um, singing in quotations. <laughs> but uh, they're, they're kind and generous enough to let get me on stage. But the, the only time they brought me on stage now is for Bust a Move. So maybe they're trying to send me a message. As long as you can, it's a spoken word, rap type thing, we'll have you on. Who's to say? Uh, we only have a few minutes left, so we do want to get to a caller quick on line one. Tom in St. Paul. Tom, go ahead. You're on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hi, Brad. Thanks. Uh, so the reason, in my opinion, uh, that Governor Walls and Ellison, for that matter, are are grabbing Ventura's uh, 
uh, an endorsement is because they think he's an independent, and so he's going to sway the independent vote. And I don't see it happening because the uh, independents yeah. aren't going to be listening to Jesse these days, and uh, and and the the independents are swaying greatly in the right direction at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. So, that, so that's what I so that's what I think is going on. That's what the uh, the try is here for them, and I think it'll fail. Yeah, thanks, Tom. Appreciate the phone call. That's exactly right, and, and you know, and and that kind of ties into what I what I had said earlier is how many people even remember Governor Ventura when he when he was governor. But Tom's exactly right. It's like, well, he he he's a, he ran as an independent, and Jesse say, well, I I never endorsed the big party candidates, you know, and so as if this is supposed to be some big independent voice. But when has he been credible in anything? You know, I mean, I think he, I mean, I, I, I appreciate the, the things that the, uh, some of the things that the Ron Paul movement did back in, you know, in the early 2010s and, you know, Ron, the Ron Paul movement, you know, Ron Paul's really given a lot of a big voice to uh, libertarian issues. And a lot of people got involved in the process because of Ron Paul. But then when Jesse Ventura appeared at a get to a convention with Ron Paul, I thought that greatly undermined the libertarian case. So, which is it? I mean, if you're libertarian, you sure as heck can't endorse someone like Tim Walls and Keith Ellison. That just that just doesn't make any sense at all. So, I, I you know, I don't know. Um, we'll, we'll see what happens. But, folks, I uh, only got about a minute and a half to go. But I do want to remind you that uh, it, myself, Mitch Berg, and Jack Tomzak will be broadcasting live from the uh, Doubletree Park Place in St. Louis Park GOP headquarters, it'll be on Tuesday, November 8th. That is election night. We will be pouring over election results. Uh, Like I said, hopefully we know by that evening where things stand as far as as, uh, the U.S. Senate. The the U.S. House, we're going to know pretty early on that the Republicans are going to get the majority in the U.S. House. I'm just hoping that the results come in. You know, I take 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. For Nevada and Arizona, because if the Repo- Republicans are going to win Nevada, I believe Adam Laxalt, I believe, is going to oust the incumbent Democrat senator in Nevada. And then if John Gabriel is correct and Blake Masters emerges victorious in Arizona, boom, it doesn't matter what happens in Pennsylvania or Georgia. The Republicans will have the majority in the U.S. Senate. I'm hoping we learn that on election night. We'll find out. But, folks, be sure to tune in to AM 1280, The Patriot, as Mitch, Jack, and myself will be pouring over election results and probably talking to myriad guests that particular night. It is going to be a barn burner, that is for sure. So, folks, I've enjoyed it. Am 12 the Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Godspeed, my friends. Skull Vikings. Have a great week. Into the world. Closing time. Turn all of the lights on. Are you looking for a church that's grounded in Scripture? music, and beauty and worship? If so, St. Dunstan's Anglican Church is for you. At St. Dunstan's, you'll be embraced by loving, caring people who share your values and who remain loyal to the gospel, the historic faith, and the sacramental life. Come join us at our parish home in St. Louis Park. Or for more information, visit stdunstananglican.org. Hello? Hey, stranger. Oh, hi. Thank goodness it's you. I was afraid to answer the phone. Why? What's up? The credit card companies are after me. They want me to make payments, and the calls never stop. Ouch. Been there before, but I got help from Trinity Debt Management. Trinity? Yeah. I called, and right away, Trinity contacted my creditors and got my interest rates cut in half. They ended all the late fees and over-limit charges, and they stopped those annoying phone calls. Bet that was a relief. Yep. Then they put me on a plan that consolidated my bills and to one easy monthly payment. That way, I paid off my debt fast while saving thousands. Nice. Trinity even showed me how to plan and meet a monthly budget. So now I'm debt-free for keeps. Wow. Do you still have their number? Sure. Here, write this down and call 1-800-936-5496. Can you repeat that? 1-800-936-5496. That's 1-800-936-5496. What's your favorite high school sports memory? A late-inning rally? A game-winning shot? A photo finish? Maybe it's a pep rally or a pregame ritual. Maybe it's the euphoria of a late-night bus ride home after a hard-fought win. Maybe it's having pizza with teammates after the game. 
Now, imagine if it never happened at all. School sports need your help. With budgets getting tighter, it's more than the games that are on the line. It's all the traditions, the community pride, the culture of your hometown high school, plus all those memories that are on the line, too. What can you do? It's simple. Buy a ticket when you can. Go to a game. Take the whole family. Let's do everything we can to keep those cherished school sports memories alive. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. I appeal to you to fight. I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help this station, and that is just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.